0: So welcome to an original Mind Over Matter initiative, the Make Our Voices Heard podcast. Uh, this is where we use a variety of platforms to speak up about mental health and all its glory. So the stigmas, the stereotypes, its importance, the issues, and all the plausible solutions. Basically, and everything under the sun to make your life better. Because, you know, after all, all they say, um, is that Mind Over Matter is the only way. So my guest today is Ms. Deepa Ahuja, a multi-talented marketing graduate with an MBA. She's a director at Past Providers Consulting, Private Limited, that specializes in HR consulting. She's an avid fitness enthusiast, a mother of two teenagers, a licensed Zumba and SN instructor. So Ms. Deepa has had her hands full with a variety of activities. So um, in your expert opinion, what is the role of fitness and how does it play a role in mental health?
1: Uh, first of all, thank you, Alia for uh, um, making me a part of your lovely initiative. And um, all right, to answer your question. So, you know, um, fitness is just not about an external beauty or about how you're looking. It's also about your mental health. But before I go into that, we should actually understand what is mental health. So I'm going to just quote something. What uh, I'm just going to uh, define mental health From what HWHO tells me, okay, it's mental health is a state of Mm well-being in which an individual realizes his or her own abilities can cope with normal stresses of life, please, normal stresses of life can work productively and fruitfully, and it is able to make a contribution to his or her community. This is what mental health is. Okay. So as I said, it is normal stresses. Okay. Which comes in a day-to-day life. But of course, when your mental health is not healthy. Okay. It is when I feel fitness actually plays a role in getting your mental health back to being healthy. Now, also would like to stress on on what? Sorry, you were saying something earlier? No, no. Okay. So, uh, sorry. So, one can actually gauge, you know, if your mental health is a little um, out of focus. And how do we do that? It is when you are, you know, avoiding activities. You are getting lazy. You uh, want to sleep less. You want to sleep more. You're eating too much. You're eating too less. You know, you're avoiding socializing with your friends, which actually teenagers need to do. So that is when your mental health is not all right. Now, again, coming back, fitness actually plays in a very, very important role in this. It can actually help you bring back your focus. Um, you know, when you exercise, uh, you know, you release some hormones, uh, which are called your endorphins. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to use, I'm not going to say endorphins, I'm going to call it the happy hormone. Okay. okay. So whenever you're a happy hormone in, in today's session, just remember, they are endorphins. So when you exercise, your happy hormones are releasing in your body. Uh, and, you know, um, it can be actually, um, it just makes you happy. You just feel good about yourself when you're exercising. Or any activity. You know, if you're playing a sport, uh, if you're dancing, if you're, you know, in a group class. So it just makes you, for that one hour, you actually release a lot of your happy hormones. So that is one way of tackling your, um, uh, you know, mental health. Um, It also kind of, of course, once you exercise, you get tired, you're able to sleep better. You you wake up fresh, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, It also kind of acts as a distraction. You meet people. You socialize with them. It brings Mm -hmm. a discipline. So therefore, I feel that you know, um, exercise, fitness, stroke, any physical activity is extremely important for a better mental health. I hope I answered your question.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, so, what advice would you give to teenagers battling stress and anxiety and weight issues, especially? So you know what,
1: teenage is a uh, okay. Teenage is actually a. it's it's a growing year, okay, you go through a lot of changes, you know, you're growing up, puberty. you know, you're getting, you're seeing a lot of changes in your body, but also you're also having changes internally, there is a hormonal imbalance that you guys are going through, correct, we all have gone through it, Um, so again, to combat that, to again, come back in a normal state of life it's very very important that you distract yourself again with taking up some sport some physical activity taking up a hobby you know nowadays i think it's very important that you guys or all of us take up a hobby it kind of really releases a lot of stress things like um you know joining a zumba class or going for a painting uh activity or uh uh, doing, playing basketball, football. They are very, very, very important. Just indulge yourself into some kind of a sport, you know. It really, really helps you.
0: So, basically, you're saying like to distract
1: yourself. Yes, to distract yourself. I'm not saying that it's going to, you know, um, change your entire perspective about life. But in that, in that time that you spend, you will just distract yourself you will do something um, uh, uh, something good for yourself, okay? You're going to, um, it will benefit you externally and internally. Because obviously, with any form of physical exercise, you will obviously be burning calories. And we all know what are calories, okay? Yes. So when you burn calories, of course, we start slowly, you know, losing weight as well. Mm-hmm. But again not that you come back after your workout and you kind of have a big large burger with fries all your work is going to get wasted
0: but then like how would you give um, advice to people who do that who you know eat when they're stressed um, see it's, it's very
1: natural you are going to eat when you're stressed but I would recommend that you try and follow um, a certain discipline in your eating you know you will have those uh, uh, moments when you feel ki, oh you know I it's okay let me just order a large burger or a large fries or pizza or something you know I would say this is my very this is my personal opinion okay mm-hmm. eat it eat it be but don't keep don't indulge into it. Don't make it into a habit. You know, mm-hmm. you know, to, even today, like for example, if I'm going through any kind of, uh, of stress or my kids, you know, I have two uh, kids, one is 10 and a half and one is 14 and a half. Mm-hmm. So there are days when, you know, if I see them, they're a little down, I give them that chocolate or I treat them to something, but I don't make it a habit. Don't make that a habit. Try to eat better try to eat better, have your enough fibers, have your proteins. This will kind of avoid getting into that binge mode. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, it's actually like a vicious cycle, what I would say. So if you, if you exercise, you tend to eat well. Your mental state is better. And so on. If one is bad, the others kind of have a effect on, on in the rest of the chain. Yeah. So you have to make that one change in your lifestyle and it will definitely reap benefits in the other uh, departments. Okay.
0: Uh, okay. Does it answer your question? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lovely. So you mentioned that you had a child who was about 14 and a half. So yes. So how do you deal with like mood swings?
1: Does oh my God. You know, I, I must say today's generation is quite a handsome. Okay. <laughs> I remember when we were kids, uh, I don't think uh, our parents kind of really, you know, sat us down and spoke to us about uh, various topics uh, about life. You know, I don't think when, uh, you know, we were growing up and we, had our cycle start starting. I, I don't remember my mother actually sitting down and telling me, Oh, you know, now you're going to become a big girl. It did not happen. It, it just went with the flow. Uh, but of course, today's generation is so, so intelligent and so smart, um, thanks to a lot of, you know, uh, awareness around them, social media, uh, friends. So it takes, it takes, it puts us, it actually makes the parent a very, very important part of their life because they have so much of information, and they don't know how we don't know how to uh, tell what is right and what is wrong, you mm-hmm. know. And every child is different. You know, you guys are very unique in your own way. What works for me or for my child may not work for you, you know. But that's okay. You all are unique. So I actually uh, I actually sit down with my son. Uh, you know, he, he's a lot into, he used to be a lot into Fortnite. So I just sit with him and try to understand what the game is about. Try to be friendly with him. Try and have conversations with him. Uh, understand what's happening in his mind, in his circle of friends. Have a talk with him, you know, take him out for a lunch or for a coffee Get to know him better. Make okay. him speak to me. Because I think that's very, very important. Communicating with your child is extremely important. But again, I would say, not that I am his best friend. I'm still his mother. Okay. So there are rules. There are disciplines that cannot be crossed. Okay. You know? So I I try to strike a balance between being a mom and being a friend. So you have to maintain that kind of a balance between your child, you know. Mm-hmm. So just 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 talk to them. I think just speak to them. They want to be heard, they want to be understood. He tells me, you know, you it's you don't understand, it's too complex. These are the kind of statements he makes to me. And I really wonder what kind of complexity will a 14 and a half-year-old boy have in his life. Wait till you're 25. So I think they need to be heard. They need to be understood. Maybe, you know, just
0: being calm with them is very important as well. Patience. Uh, do you like strive for fitness? Do you, you know, make them do like exercise and dance and Zumba and play sports? Because that would help. Yes, you.
1: absolutely.
0: So I have been an athlete. Uh, since
1: since my school days. So okay. for me, sports has been a very integral part of my life. And uh, thankfully, both of my kids are very uh, are very prone, are very like uh, you know they got into kind of a sport at a very young age. So my son has been doing uh, judo. He was actually a few belts away from getting a black belt. Uh, but of course, he still plays cricket. He's uh, he's uh, very good in cricket, so he's been playing matches. Uh, and this is going on since he was also around four to five years. So he's done skating. He's done judo for like years. He's now he's playing cricket. Uh, he's playing basketball. He does. Uh, he also dances every week. You know, he goes uh, for classes. My daughter is also a gymnast. Gymnast. Uh, she also dances. She plays basketball. So I am, okay, this may not uh, sound very parent-like, but I actually focus on their co-curricular activities than their studies. I really want them to, you know, be out there, learn. Because there's always a lot to learn, Hmm. a lot to gauge when you're out with so many people, you know, you socialize with them, you communicate, you learn a lot of skills when you uh, interact with them. You learn what what is happening at their end. So, I always believe putting them into a sport or anything, physical activity is extremely important. Of course, you know, they, the, the physical health also plays a part. It's also very, very important for them yeah. to be physically active. <clears throat> because, you know, there's so much of <clears throat> excuse me, there's so much of obesity also in today's world, you know. You you do see a handful of kids playing, but then you see a lot a large audience who's actually not into fitness. So that obesity factor also is um, to should be tackled by putting that child into some
0: fitness. So how would you motivate those children who are struggling from obesity? You know, I um, you you you
1: have to always, always uh, start small you cannot tell somebody who is of an x kilo or you know suppose suppose if I say if a, if a child is say 70 kilos you know you cannot say oh you need to lose 10 kilos in one month this is unrealistic yeah. we, we all need to be practical start small you know but and it's very important for the child to do what he or she likes You cannot force them to take up something which they don't like. They will hate it. They will hate you for it, okay, Mm -hmm. which doesn't make sense. So try and find out what is the child's interest. It can be as simple as just going for a walk, you know. Take them for the walk. Be a part of their journey. It's very important for us to also be a part of the child's journey. In any journey, start small, make small small goals, okay, you know what, today, let's walk for like 20 minutes and then the next week, let's go to 25 minutes or, you know, you need to keep uh, motivating, uh, maybe reward the person once in a while, but not with, uh, you know, large calorie intake, but motivate them, take them, give them a small reward, Um, tell them also the benefits of health and you know, the right. impact of what it can have in the future See, end of the day, we all want to be healthy, right? Yeah. So I think that that also needs to be told them very, very, uh, in, in a, ma- in a manner, which they will understand and always again, start small. And that I feel that rule applies for everybody. You're an adult, you're a teenager, or anything, you need to start with small goals. Because the day you make a large goal and you cannot do it, the demotivation hits you so bad that it's going to be difficult to come back. Okay.
0: So like just starting small and finding something that they enjoy.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And how and much it's okay. You can- Sorry. Sorry, no, you were saying something. I say, you know, you and also it's very important to make them experience things. Sitting at home, I may not know, okay, with I like skating or I like basketball or I like dance. You know, let them try. Let them try various classes and let them make a choice. Because you are actually involving them into the decision-making process of what they like. So they get even more, you know, excited about doing it because they feel, oh, I have chosen this for myself. So that kind of also brings about a a feeling of, you know, uh, responsible, uh, responsibility.
0: Mm -hmm. And, but like, how much exercise do you think is ideal for a teenager? Like, how long Mm -hmm. and how intense? So, um, it's, see, there is no,
1: there is no hard and fast rule of that you have to exercise for 60 minutes on every day. It's not hard and fast. Okay. On okay? an average time, 45 minutes to one hour is absolutely fine. Because after one hour, your act, your body actually starts to kind of taper down. You know, you've used all your energy in that 45 minutes to one hour. Okay. You'll have no energy left after that. So you're not going to justice to your body. You're only going to actually harm your body by doing extra workout. You know, it will cause wear and tear of your muscles, you know. So we don't want that to happen. So on an average, 45 minutes to 60 minutes is absolutely ideal. Intensity, uh, you choose what you want to do. Today, you may want to really do very, very high intense work. Tomorrow, you just may want to do a very mild walk uh, or just a very, you know, casual um, dance uh, class you want to do. That is not, termed. it's not hard and fast. See, as long as you exercise, that is most important. There are days where, you know, I exercise for like 45 minutes and I, I may burn like 150 calories, but I'm okay with it. I'm absolutely okay with it. Because I have, I have at least done some workout. I mean, there's a saying, right? The bad workout is something which you haven't done. So you'd rather work out for 45 minutes than do nothing at all.
0: Okay. And like from a Zumba point of view, since you're like a licensed instructor, do you think that Zumba would like help people achieve um, like de-stressing and, you know, anti-anxiety?
1: Actually it does. Because I had a student uh, who who was actually a psychiatrist, Okay. So, uh, in fact, she's also written something very, very beautiful uh, uh, in one of her posts. So, she had never tried Zumba before. But she used to, because she had heard about Zumba being a happy happy workout, you know, dance and music and you meet people, you make friends, you know, and you also burn your calories and look healthy. So, she used to always advise her, her patients one of the advice she would give is, you know what, why don't you try a Zumba class, alright? Um, and she got very good feedback after that. Some guys really came, went back to her and they gave very positive feedback. And then she joined my class. And she was so excited because she could feel the difference in herself. You know, she was, uh, she felt much better about herself. She was much, I mean, uh, much happier. She, uh, you know, and she lost weight. So that also kind of, you know, actually boosts a lot of confidence. When you start shedding weight, you start looking leaner. That confidence automatically kind of comes to you. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's not about looking, looking like have, having a silhouette body or a glass body, uh, you know, but. Is just you just feel good about yourself. Okay. And Zumba, internationally, I mean, everybody. If you speak to any Zumba member, uh, a student, they are the ones who don't give up Zumba. They just continue Zumba for as long as it, uh, as long as they can go. It's because they really enjoy. It's a. They feel happy about it. They are screaming in class, they are dancing in class, you know. It's just that the vibe is so different than going to a gym and lifting, you know, 10 kilo weight. It's far, far. That that full energy is very different.
0: So you would highly recommend Zumba for everyone, like of all ages? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: For all ages. So Zumba as a fitness program also has... They actually have Zumba... uh, for for babies of course not that they're going to do any activity but uh, they just try to you know uh, they use a, see for them their USP is their music so they 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 engage the child it's a, it's it's a mother child uh relation uh, uh, class that they do so they engage in a lot of music and movements you know so mm-hmm. you actually have zumba from like starting from a two-year-old to an 80-year-old. You actually have specialized programs for age groups. So it's, act- it's for everybody, for, for men, for women across age groups, even people who have certain kind of uh, injuries or certain disabilities. I had a student, Alia, who was actually uh, physically impaired. Oh wow! She was physically impaired. She would come for my class. She was so, she was so motivating to me that I'm like, oh my God, you know, if she can come for a class, there's no, there's no reason for anybody not to do a workout. Okay. So it's, it's just for everybody.
0: And do you teach like children and people of all ages? Yeah, so I'm actually a certified
1: uh, as I was telling you Zumba has across ages, so like right from two, that's called a, that the program is called Zumbini. Uh, there's also a a, 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 se- a program for kids who are in the age group of say six to like, you know, 11, 12 called Zumba Kids. So I'm a certified instructor for that. Though I don't teach it uh, on regular basis, I do workshops. So I've done like summer camps, of for children in that age group
0: and have you seen like a difference in them after the camp oh yeah
1: yeah i have they when i did the workshop you know a lot of parents actually pushed them because the summer holidays and they like you know go and do some activity <laughs> but uh, so of course the first two days they were like all shy and uh, not participating you know how it is yeah but by the end of the class by the end of the session they were not they were not leaving the class they wanted to stay more they want to learn more they wanted to do more so it, it kind of really changed the outlook and they, they became more energetic for that uh, one one and a half hour and what I had done is I had actually uh, so it was just not about you know Zumba. it was also I kind of merged it with a French class so they were also learning French basics, not not too much, but basic French. So that also kind of really was very exciting for mm-hmm. them. But on a regular basis, no, I don't teach kids. I'm I only teach um, adults of all age groups.
0: But you've also seen a difference there as well, like in their mental. Yes,
1: of course I. Am. Yeah,
0: you know it's not only about
1: physical appearance; it's also about your mental health. So I have a student. Uh, she's around uh, 44, 45 years old. She's been with me for the last uh, seven years since I became a licensed Zumba instructor oh, wow. in 2015. She's also a friend. So she's, you know, she wherever I go, she follows me. Thankfully. She was going through a lot of depression. Depression can be any, you know, home issues, kids' issues or whatever. But she started coming to me and over over a period of time I saw that she was far more happier. She was she started becoming more outgoing. she started interacting with the other uh, students. you know she was smiling, she was laughing, she was screaming in the class, screaming with joy. Uh, so those are the, the ex those are the changes I saw in her. You know and she, and she she's very open about. It. she's like, you know what Deepa? Before before I met you, or before I joined Zumba, I was actually hopeless. I mean, these were her words. I was actually hopeless. But you have given me a, you've given me a reason to breathe, to live. Which which speaks volumes about what actually a fitness regime can do to you. You know, you can you have you have mothers, you have housewives these days who start basic exercising. And now you see them, they have transformed themselves. They're probably competing, uh, you know, uh, locally, internationally, because that is what, that's the kind of impact you have on, uh, that's the kind of impact physical activity can have on a person, externally and internally. People, my students have become Zumba instructors, because they really want to spread this kind of, uh, you know, fitness regime or happiness to others.
0: So, what advice would you give to people dealing with stress and depression, like in general?
1: So, uh, see, there is a lot of stress today. You know, all of us are dealing with something or the other. Um, my advice would, you know, don't take life so harsh. You have to. It's a. It's a part of and parcel of life. Just. Mm. If it's if of course if it's too difficult for you to deal, you obviously have to take an external help. Mm-hmm. But you know if it's um, if it's something which is which can be tackled, I think the best people are your friends and your family. Talk to them because nothing can everything can be solved by just having a conversation with. Uh, your loved ones.
0: It's all about the people again around
1: yourself.
0: Sorry, so it's all about the people. yes,
1: absolutely. It's all you know. And it it's all about the people. I I think COVID uh, has been a huge um, learning. Of course, it it has got its negative points, but also I think because of COVID, we've we've spent so much of time with our family. Uh, and friends uh, you know through phone or uh, whichever other uh, mode that you you become closer to them you you start talking to them more mm-hmm. even if it's a fight you know you do have fights with your parents with the children but that's okay don't 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 take drastic uh, steps just because you had a fight with your parent or with your sibling. It happens. Okay. I mean, you know, it, 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 there's so much to talk about this, but just keep it simple. I mean, just, just don't let it affect you. Don't let it bother you. You know, try to maintain peace. Try to, uh, you know, things like, small things like just meditate. In a day, just meditate for a few minutes. Write a journal. Right. If you don't want to talk to somebody, pen it down, remove your feelings from, remove those internal feelings. I think that's a good way of uh, letting, letting yourself go or, you know, getting out your emotions.
0: Okay. So basically, um, the reason that I was asking you all these questions was because our vision mm. was to like create a youth-powered, non-profit, encouraging conversation to educate yes. and break these stigmas around mental health. So we've taken our mm. first steps towards the social causes with our platform, uh, uh, So, mm. And we would really like to thank you for joining us in our mission of destigmatizing mental health issues and overall just strengthening our community so this is an initiative on uh, mental health from teens to teens by teens so let's thank you for being making me a part of it no problem um in case our listeners want to reach out to you for more uh, information could you share some contact details with them
1: sure so um my uh, name is deepa huja you can find me on instagram uh, it's called uh, move with deepa huja I'm also uh, on um, Facebook. Uh, you can just type in Deepa and you'll, you'll get me. You can also connect with me on 9820308799.
0: Great. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you, Alia. Thank you so much. And thank you for taking your time and effort out to talk to mm-hmm. us. And it was very insightful. So
1: thank you. Thank you.